the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time to feel the power with Hurricane Hotline. You think football is fun? Uh, yes. Live from Beefo Brady's, 4925 Cortez Road in Bradenton. Hosted by Dave Bristow and Hurricanes head coach, John Booth. Talk to the coach now. 877-969-8600. Now, here's Dave Bristow and coach John Booth. Very pleasant. Good evening, everyone. We're live from Beefo Brady's on Cortez Road for yet another edition of Hurricane Hotline. And uh, it's a winning edition, as it has been lately. We're joined by Hurricane Head Football Coach John Booth and Strength and Conditioning Coach Rich Lansky. And, uh, gentlemen, uh, everything keeps rolling right along. John, congratulations on thank a you. big win at Riverview. Yeah, thank you. It was a, it was a good win. You know, again, we, we something we stress to our kids is, is we've got to go 1-0 each and every week, um, you know, these being district games. And uh, critical games for us, and it was uh, it was a good outing. I thought uh, the kids came ready to go from the opening kickoff, and, and, uh, and we played all four quarters, and, and that, was, uh, that was encouraging. And uh, got another big district game this week. And Riverview, a team that had won its last two games, they were playing pretty good football, and we just took control of the game, a 42-7 to halftime lead. Actually, the running clock kicked in as soon as we kicked off in the third quarter, and that makes every district game a running clock, John, and uh, that's just uh, amazing, really. Yeah, you know, the, the kids are playing well. Um, I think a lot of that was uh, due to uh, – to the work that we were able to get in the beginning of the season, uh, we scheduled pretty tough at the beginning part of our uh, of our schedule, and uh, in hopes to prepare to prepare our kids for the district play. And, and uh, you know, each and every week, our guys are, are coming to coming to practice, and, and uh, with the intent on getting better, uh, they're improving, and um, you know, and ultimately our our level of play and the score is showing that. Rich, you have to be happy because this is a time that uh, strength and conditioning. Kind of takes over. We're, we're getting to that point, end of the season, where it becomes a little bit of a grind. And, uh, boy, we look pretty strong out there for four quarters. Well, we spent a good part of the summer building a base, and our guys are ready. And uh, my goal every Friday night is that we're the best conditioned, most explosive team out there. And I just love watching our guys run up and down that field. Yeah, not only strength, but uh, speed, bursts of speed, Rich. And I know that's one thing you focus on. And I've heard it continuously, especially with these district games. Wow, what speed Manatee has. Yeah, I think the ability to produce power, I mean, that's what we base all our training on. You know, whether we're working on a platform or out in the field, we just want our guys to be the most explosive guys out there. One step and gone. And we, we've seen that, haven't we, John? One step and gone. Yeah, we've we seen have. it a lot. And, and uh, you know, a lot of that's attributed to what Coach Lansky does uh, with our guys in, in preparation and the training that they, they do. Um, you know, a lot of it's attributed to, to uh, our kids and just kind of having a, 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 the football savvy, so to speak, and, and able to see a cut and accelerate through there. And, and uh, you know, just can't, can't uh, praise our kids enough. Man, they're playing really well. They're, they're preparing themselves each and every week. And I think that as a coach, that's what, um, 
you know, I'm, I'm happy about. We go out uh, each day in practice, and, and it's how you prepare for Friday night. Um, our kids have the mentality we're not going to just show up on a Friday night and, and kind of give it a go. Um, they're, they're, uh, they're taking a, a business-like approach to, to their preparation. I was impressed with a lot of the second and third team players who mm-hmm. got in. Um, you were a little thin, really, at running back yep. after Lorenz, but uh, our second team back scored a touchdown. Yep. Then, lo and behold, you put Porter back yep. there, and he gets a touchdown. Well, we a get, beautiful run. We got to the point where, uh, you know, we wanted to get Scott some, some Voltaire, our number yes. two running back. We wanted to get him um, some carries and, and did a nice job. Um, had a had a came down awkwardly on a tackle, um, kind of bruised his shoulder up pretty good, and, and he was done for the rest of the game. And so it kind of the, the, the question came up: Who are we going to put in? We don't really have a third team guy, so we were thinking maybe we put Lorenz back in. We didn't really want to do that at that point in the game, so we ended up giving Stanley Albritton a carry, a couple carries, and he had a, a nice big run. And uh, and then yeah, of course Porter uh, took it in for the last touchdown. Porter is pretty quick. He is. Yeah, we've seen we've seen bits and pieces of that. Uh, we've seen that really throughout the summer, um, and uh, he, he's kind of doing it in spurts throughout this season. But uh, has done a nice job. Had a couple a uh, couple nice plays uh, a few weeks ago against um, uh, Palm Harbor, and um, and then got an opportunity with the with the the sweet play um, last week too. Yeah, he's got some, he's got some wheels. Rich, tell me the story on Albright. Because here's a kid, I swear he was like 250 last year playing the defensive line. How, how much weight has he dropped? He's probably dropped about 30 pounds and uh, put on some muscle too. And that's the decision he made, and he wanted to be quicker and more explosive. And I think playing at the end, you know, he's getting a little bit more of that edge rush. And he's a smart football player. He's got some good football smarts. So. He's given us some good depth, John. He has. Well, what's nice with Stanley is that he he knows every single position on the defensive line. Sometimes, you know, guys limit themselves to knowing one position. And, you know, that's the only rotation that that guy will get. Well, Stanley is playing literally every single position on the defensive line. Special and, teams, too. Right? And special teams as well. So he's, he's given us some, some added depth there as well. Now, we mentioned the – people who came in for Lorenz Allen but big hats off to Lorenz Allen yeah he just keeps getting better and better John yeah he's um, you know he, he's he's producing each and every week um, you know but it, but it goes again it goes back to all the little things that that you want from your your you know your players uh, you know he, he does a great job in the weight room he's dependable at practice um, he what a lot of guys don't realize is, is when we run scout team um, you know, Scott goes down and runs a scout team running back for our defense. Lorenz takes every single rep at practice, and um, you know it can take a you know it can take a wear and tear on your body. But uh, you know, Rich does a great job with with healing our guys up and understanding you know the the workload and that they're doing each day in practice. And, and if we can push more in the weight room, we need to back off. But just getting our guys prepared. But uh, but he takes every rep at practice. Um, and I think each and every week he's gaining confidence in what um, the scheme and what his abilities are. You know, he doesn't get the 25, 30 carries a game, but the ones he does get, uh, he's making the most of it. He got 12 carries, 15.5 yards a touch, 186 yards. We had him for 200, but I think there was one play that we thought might have been a lateral. There was there was two swing passes that um, that they were called pass pass plays both of them were both were one was a screen one was a swing pass one i don't think was and, one uh, i think 
and, and, I, it, and it, it was probably it was sideways. And, and so, um, yeah, I think originally it, they were uh, considered runs. Um, and I think we ended up maybe putting them down as, as receptions. But total, I mean, total yards ended up being the same. I think he had over 200 uh, all-purpose yards. Now, can we go back and adjust that so we can get us 200? <laughs> probably could. <laughs> I think, really, I do think one of them probably was, at mm-hmm. least the angle of the press box looking yeah. down. The other one, no. The other one, I believe, was a right. pass. I think the first one was basically a lateral. It was probably, yeah. Uh, but he had a terrific game. And... The thing that's so impressive, and we've talked about this, the offensive line is coming together. By the way, they're all here tonight, the offensive line, the starters. We're honoring the offensive line, Lorenz Allen, and then Garrett Ware on defense. But the impressive thing is you've got Lorenz Allen, who's running the ball very well. You've got A.J. making good decisions. You've got Reggie Carter had that great run after Mm -hmm. the catch the other day. You've got uh, Tariq Milton making the first touchdown grab. Mm -hmm. You've got Cavius uh, Price, <laughs> you know, your right. number one playmaker probably. A lot of options there, John. Well, yeah, and, uh, you know, we, we've, that's something that we've kind of stressed every week is we've got, uh, we've got playmakers at really a lot of our core skill positions, um, and, it's, and, it's, and it's fun. It's, you know, we, it allows us to spread the ball out, stretch the field, um, you can't key in on one specific thing. You know, we uh, a couple weeks ago we threw for 320 some odd yards. Um, you know, the next week we you know we ended up throwing for maybe 140, but we ran for 300. And so um, this this past week we ran for over 300 yards against uh, Sarasota Riverview. So you know we have a nice balance of, of what we're trying to do offensively. And you can't take everything away, and we'll find out what you're gonna, what you're trying to do, and, and we'll make adjustments off of that. And, and uh, we've got guys that we can get the ball to. Rich, talk a little bit about the offensive line because you've got those guys in the weight room throughout the season, and it's imperative, of course, for them to hit it and hit it hard. How have they developed and, and really, as a unit, been uh, really, really cohesive this fall? They've been great. I mean, they bought into it going back to last year's offseason when they were all part of the weightlifting team as well. So not just the football part, but they compete with each other as part of the weightlifting team. They work out with each other all summer. They hang out together. They remind me a lot of our uh, former offensive line, too, and the way they bonded. And they all love to lift weights, which I love. I don't have to get after any one of them to get their sets done. They all love to squat. They all love to clean. And they're always bugging me to go heavier. I mean, i got to hold them back. So it's a strength coach's uh, dream. And that would be the offensive line of two years ago that, that we mentioned where we had so many Division One uh, prospects on that line, and they really bonded. And you see that a lot from offensive lines. Sometimes it takes a while because this offensive line last year, they were kind of feeling their way through it. This year they, they stepped forward, I think, and uh, you've got some real leadership coming from that O-line. I think that's only natural. They get a comfort level with each other. They've got to know that the guy on the right side, the guy on the left side has their back. Just um, not, and I think what we did during the summer helped a lot too. With uh, we did team competition, so they compete against each other, with each other, for each other, and they all get along great. If we do a weekend workout, they show up all together. So it's a real good group, and uh, like I said, they love to train, which uh, makes my job easy. I've got some good clay to work with on both ends of the ball. No doubt, uh, John. We've got a couple minutes before we take our first break. We've talked all about offense, but the defense continues to perform. Yeah. I was a little concerned in looking at Riverview because they were kind of hard to prepare for 
because you didn't know what they were going to run. Mm -hmm. they, they threw a lot of formations at you, and uh, boy, didn't seem to affect the defense at all. No, I thought we did a nice job. Um, in, in fact, the first play of the of the game, they tried to hit us with a trick play. I thought we uh, read our keys well. Ron stayed over the top on the double pass and and uh, did did a nice job. But uh, you know, the, the, that's one thing that uh, that I really like about what we're doing defensively is is it's it's team football. Um, guys are understanding their responsibilities, understanding their keys, um, and, and they're playing 100 miles an hour. Even when they put uh, the Wildcat quarterback mm -hmm. in, you know, uh, yeah. we adjusted well. Yeah, there. I thought we made a nice adjustment with that, you know, but it doesn't necessarily change what we do. Um, obviously, you know, you're going to have a, a little bit more of a dynamic guy in the backfield, but, you know, they see that each and every week with what we do. Um, we run a lot of uh, similar things that they tried to do last Friday, the jet sweeps, the wildcat formation, and some different things. Um, so they're, they're familiar with a lot of that, that, uh, that type of offense. We've got a 4-0 record district. Uh, win this Friday clinches it, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. And it'll be another Riverview team, this time from Riverview, Florida. Riverview, right. Riverview. Um, in what you've seen, and I, I don't want to put you on the spot here, but to me, Steinbrenner is kind of a clear-cut number two team mm -hmm. in this district. Is, is that it, how you it, see it? It looks that way. I, I, you know, the they've got a few more district games to go. Um, I would be surprised uh, if they lost to any of the opponents that they have. Um, but, you know, you, you, you never know. Sure. They're, they're, they're going to be playing Alonzo this week. Um, you know, and they're, it's kind of tough to predict. I've seen Alonzo play really, really good, and I've seen them play, you know, really, really bad. Right. And so it would be interesting to see how they come out. Um, I think there's still a lot at stake for Alonzo. Um, you know, if they win. You know, they have two losses in the district right now. If they win, um, you know, they'll be tied with, with sure. Steinbrenner. And so have a playoff. That's right. And so, um, and, and they would take on the head-to-head -head as well. So um, it would be interesting to see how it, how it plays okay. out. But, I mean, the way Steinbrenner's playing, uh, particularly the last couple weeks as well, I would be surprised if, if they didn't take second. All right, we're going to be back, and we're going to talk to all of our players of the game. We're also going to have our trivia question. We're live from Beefo Brady's. We'll be back right after this. Before you buy, give Conley a try. Are you looking for a great price on a new GMC, Buick, or Subaru? Conley and Bradenton. Need a reliable used vehicle you can afford? Conley and Bradenton. What about great financing, expert service, and a reputation that's second to none? Yep, you guessed it. Conley and Bradenton. Hi, I'm Alan Conley. I'm Chris Conley. From the time our grandfather started our dealership over 47 years ago, we've been proud to be a part of this community. So, for your family's next vehicle, come see our family. Conley Buick GMC and Conley Subaru. 800 Cortez Road West in Bradenton. Conley Buick GMC Subaru. Where we treat you like family. Go Canes! Brown and Sons Funeral Home and Crematory wishes you the best of luck this season. Your manatee neighbor for over 40 years, the caring experts at Brown and Sons know how to guide you and your family through the difficult times. Featuring Trust 100 pre-planning, they'll handle all your local and long-distance needs. Celebrate the game of football, but when the game of life must end, depend on Brown and Sons with two locations to serve you. Online at brownandsonsfuneral.com. 
comes to excellence in football, nobody beats the Manatee Hurricanes. When it comes to excellence in body shops, nobody beats Costantino. Costantino Body Shop specializes in collision repair with cutting-edge equipment and technology. Costantino helps you with your insurance claims and gets you back on the road. Life moves fast, and Costantino keeps you moving. 9th Street West in Bradenton. Details online at CostantinoBodyShop.com. Bradenton's oldest and most trusted paint and body shop, Costantino Body Shop. C1 Bank is proud to support the Manatee Hurricanes. C1 Bank is a true community bank. Clients first, community first. Whether it's your personal account or business account, C1 Bank will do everything possible to meet all your financial needs. C1 Bank has 28 banking centers from the greater Tampa Bay area to southwest Florida, including three locations in Manatee County. For more information, visit C1Bank.com and go Canes! As a five-time pick by Super Lawyers Magazine, as a top Florida attorney, and as a longtime supporter of Hurricane football, Edwin Eddie Mulock brings more than 40 years' experience to the courtroom. Personal injury, wrongful death, medical malpractice, and criminal law, Eddie uses his innate passion for helping people and his extensive knowledge of the law to champion justice. Office is located in downtown Bradenton at 701 Manatee Avenue West. Call 748-2104. That's 748-2104. Or log on to MulockLaw.com. There was a tiny crack in the corner of Mike's glass, spreading like a spider across his windshield. He wasn't worried. His first thought was a new free windshield and cash on the spot. He called 813-96-GLASS, 813-96-GLASS. If it's chipped or cracked, we'll buy it back. We turn your broken glass into cold, hard cash. Auto Glass America. Up to $100 cash back with comprehensive insurance. AM 930, Stress Saver, Traffic Report. Good evening, 75, looking pretty good now through Sarasota and Manatee Counties. This traffic report brought to you by Britain's Carpet One, Floor and Home in Venice. No problems on the DeSoto Bridge, a smooth ride across Manatee River. 301 and 41, in pretty good shape between Bradenton and Sarasota. Manatee Avenue, University Parkway looking okay. Crash State Road, 70 eastbound at Terra Boulevard. That's been there for a while, still has eastbound fairly heavy. Back to about Flora Boulevard, Fruitville, Bee Ridge, Clark Roads, all looking okay. Britain's Carpet One, Flora and Home at Venice, your locally owned Carpet One retailer. Everything for your home. One-on-one service backed by more than 50 years in the area, 1190 East Venice Avenue. Dave Kosh, AM 930, The Answer. Allen will take it and leads in for the touchdown. Welcome back. Hurricane Hotline, live from Beef O'Brady's, 4925 Cortez Road in Bradenton. Hosted by Dave Bresto and Hurricanes head coach, John Booth. Talk to the coach now. 877-969-8600. Now, here's Dave Bresto and coach John Booth. All right, welcome back, everyone. We're live at Beef O'Brady's on Cortez Road. Great crowd here tonight. And, boy, this week is its exciting, John Booth. you got your team preparing for what could be a district championship, and we got that huge video, that big TV going that's right. in the end zone. Boy, that's yeah, that's going to cool. be – it should make for a fun night. We're, I know we're excited. we got a chance to, uh, to bring the kids over to, uh, to the warehouse uh, Friday night after the game against Sarasota Riverview. And, uh, boy, I tell you, they're excited. I mean, shoot, coaches are excited. I mean, yeah, this thing yeah. is – it is enormous. It's going to be fun. Yeah, that'll be a Friday night. If you're out there listening, 
you need to get over. If uh, you know the game, uh, you know I think it'll be a, an okay game. It'll be a great game because we're going to clinch the district. But as far as getting out there and seeing this big screen, you got to be there. We've got that. We've got it's homecoming week, and so yeah, we're we're excited. We've got a lot of festivities going on throughout the week, and and certainly on Friday as well. All right, um, you know we started out with a bang. Last Friday night on the road at Riverview. Good crowd down there, too, yeah. by the way. Uh, I was impressed with the Riverview turnout. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't know what really what to expect because yep. they've been a little down. I thought they had an excellent turnout. Yep. Uh, but the first touchdown, what a play. As A.J. Giovanni hit Tariq Milton, and that kind of set the stage for a great evening. Uh, let's hear that play again. A.J. to Milton. A.J. takes the snap, wants to throw, fires it down for Milton in the end zone, and it is caught for a touchdown. Yeah, that was a one-handed grab. It's fantastic catch. Yeah. And uh, I think it's probably already passed on our highlights we got going yeah. here at Beefs on the big screen. But uh, what a play. Uh, the offensive line there uh, doing their job in pass blocking. And Gene Brown is out with uh, all the linemen. Let's run down. We're honoring uh, Lorenz Allen, who had a terrific game, nearly 200 yards, and doing uh, the blocking from left to right on that line. Luke Clifton, Seth Walter, Josh Carton, Jake Rogers, and Sam Kuva. We also have George Lardis as well. George Lardis, uh, the lineman who comes in as the uh, extra lineman Mm -hmm. in the jumbo package. And uh, Gene, who's the spokesman? I bet it's uh, Josh Carton. Former center, you know, I've got to go to the guy that's the most important person on the line is the center. So I uh, get into funny looks from the other players. But, no, the whole offensive line has done great and uh, probably recovered from early season in uh, Hoover and what they've done over the years. And I think they'd probably agree with me on that, that we've gotten a lot better. And then, uh, obviously, Lorenz and, and quarterback and running backs are doing a great job. So, Josh, uh, give us a little bit of uh, maybe a little bit of – information about how do you think this offensive line has gelled a little bit as the season's gone on? Well, at the beginning of the year, I'm not going to lie, we did start off a little rocky, but I think now towards the end of the year, we've kind of, we're done with the physical stuff. Like, we know we need to come off hard, and now we're just doing details and working on double teams and stuff, getting, getting a lot better with our technique. Tell us about the training during the summer with what Coach Lansky does and kind of gets you ready, especially now that we're in to the latter part of the season, how that's helped us probably hopefully be a team that, you know, can do a little bit better than the other teams we're playing. Well, I think personally we're probably one of the best conditioned teams in the state of Florida, and when the fourth quarter comes, we're still going the same tempo as the first, and they're just out of gas. All right, well, obviously the offensive line is, is gelling a little bit. And would you guys as a group rather maybe uh, have pass blocking or run blocking? Uh, definitely run blocking because it's just a lot more fun. You get a lot more opportunities for pancakes and knockdowns. All right, well, you guys keep up the great work, and obviously we're shooting for that 1,000-yard uh, rusher very soon. Yes, sir. Okay, Gene, what you need to do is let everybody uh, say their name, their height, and their weight, except the guy with the Florida State shirt on. <laughs> we don't want, yeah. All right, here we go. I'm Jake Rogers. I'm 6'2", and I weigh 225. I'm Seth Walter, I'm 6'3", and I'm 220. Josh Carden, 5'10", 245. Sam Kuva, 6'4", 285. Lou Clifton, 6'3", uh, 275. 
George Largest, six foot two sixty. All right, now do we want to go to the uh, weight? How much you can bench press, or we don't want to do that? <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> he cleaned. John Booth, that's a lot of beef there. That is some big beef, yep. Yeah, and that's before they eat tonight, too. If we ask them after they eat, what do you think, Rich? About five pounds of burgers and wings tonight? And sodium. <laughs> All right. Uh, we've got uh, – they're, they're blocking for Lorenz Allen, and they say they like to run block. I had a choice of so many uh, great runs by Lorenz the other night. Uh, let's uh, ace back in the studios. Let's take clip number six, all right? Lorenz Allen. Allen gets the call up the middle. Allen to the 40. Sidesteps a man on the 45 to the 50. Look at Lorenz go. He's to the 30. He's to the 20. He's to the 10. He's to the 5. And he is in the end zone, I believe, waiting for a signal. They're going to say he stepped out at the one-foot line. John, wasn't he in there? I thought he was. <laughs> Lorenz, weren't you in, buddy? I was in there. I was in there. <laughs> All right, Lorenz, uh, obviously welcome back. And then uh, you want to say anything, give some kudos to your offensive line so far? Man, I'm so proud of them. Uh, they're doing a heck of a job out there blocking for me, and uh, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for them. Well, obviously, uh, you know, really chewing up a lot of yardage on, on big plays, and that's them, the offensive line getting on their on the receivers doing a good job too. So run us through some of those big plays when you get around that corner, what you see. Uh, so, uh, well, when they have the blocking, blocking there, um, I try to get on the outside, and I look at my receivers and see which way they're blocking. And once they line up, and uh, I see what, it, what they're looking like, and I just use my speed, and I just get around it. All right, who do you, uh, on Saturdays in college games and on Sundays in pros, who do you like to watch to kind of emulate when you're running on Friday nights? DeAnthony Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, keep up the good work, and uh, – We'll feed your offensive line for you tonight. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, what a great young man, Lorenz Allen. And, yep. uh, you know, who would have thought it? Uh, you know, beginning of the season, uh, you know, we knew we were going to be without a guy that, you know, was on the verge of being the best running back ever at Manatee High. We're talking, of course, about Johnny Lang because of some issues he had. And, uh, you know, we really haven't looked back, have we, John? No, and, and uh, Lorenz is, you know, I can't, I can't say it enough. I mean, the, the fact that uh, you're going into your senior year, you have your goals and your your plans and, and you know, what you're wanting your senior year to go as, as a wide receiver and all of a sudden coach says, hey, we're going to move you to, to running back. We need you to, you know, you got some big shoes to fill. You need to do, you know, you got to do it. And uh, and he's taken in his stride and has been so coachable, uh, you know, just a great kid. And, and, and like I said, he, he works so hard. He takes every single rep in practice. And, uh you know, when you go through course of, you know, being the, the bye week and then our two weeks prior to the season, our fall camp, I mean, we're going 11 weeks now of every single rep, um, and he still comes and goes, goes full speed and, um, and, and just really prepares himself. And he's just been, just been a pleasure to coach. Rich, talk to us a little bit about you had Lorenz Allen, Lorenz Allen the receiver, made some big plays last year. I never forget the onside kick he picks up and darts into the end zone. But how does it change when all of a sudden Lorenz Allen, a receiver, to your feature tailback? Well, it doesn't change that much. You'd be surprised because Lorenz has always been great on the platform in the squat rack. He loved to train from the time he was a JV guy when I got him. Um, he's, he hit his cat five power cleans when he was still a wide receiver. Um, 
The only thing we do is a little more, we put on a little more um, what we call hypertrophy, a little bit more muscle mass on him once we found out just because we knew he was going to be hit a little more and have contact. But the nice thing about Lorenz is he's so fast around that edge, he doesn't get hit too much. So um, I joke with him uh, before each game, I said I'd like uh, 100, 110, 115. He got all that in the first uh, half this year sure of this game. John, I'm interested to know when we found out finally it doesn't look like we're going to get Johnny Lang back. What did, did you just all all of a sudden Lorenz Allen is the guy? Let's try him, or how how did that evolve into who's going to be our our feature running back? Right, yeah. I mean, it it was you know you, you kind of look at personnel and what do we have available. Who's going to be our best option? Um, you know, Lorenz had some experience at it um, as a ninth grader, uh, I believe, as a sophomore as well. Um, and then he was, and he moved to, to receiver. But um, you know, yeah, it was something that we we talked about in the off season. We we put it in in the uh, in the spring season and, and got him some reps. And you know, there was a learning curve, and he had to, you know, number one, just basic footwork, fundamentals, you know. Uh, but he's he's such a good athlete that those types of things. Um, developed quick and 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 it just turned into understanding now blocking schemes and um, you know and trusting where your run lane is and and, and trusting that your receivers are going to get their blocks on the perimeter and and then it then it now it's the little nuances and the angles and how you set blocks up and now he's really kind of developing into a, a really really good running back and so it's been fun to watch the the progress and, and the process that he's been on with Coming to, you know, you're moving to running back. Let's work on, you know, where you, where's your initial stance going to be to how he's setting up blocks and now, you know, over 15 yards of carry, you know, in week eight. It's been fun. I agree. It's been a blast mm-hmm. to watch because it, it's nothing short of amazing how he's evolved. Mm-hmm. You watch him in the spring. Okay, yeah, you know, he looks pretty good out there. Then you watch him now, and he's just kind of let his natural instincts a lot take over. I well, think. I think when you when you, I mean, you've got to know where you're going, and I, and once you, it's like when you study for a test. Once you know the answers and you know the content that's going to be on the test, you can walk in, you're confident, you can you can do it, and that's kind of where he was in the spring. Is I know where the plays are going. I know what I'm supposed to do, but then it's, you know, can, how fast can you do it? And and we're seeing, you know, as, as the run lane is, you know, supposed to go from hash numbers to sideline, you know, he might have cut up at the numbers. And, well, our receiver's out there blocking for you to get around there and get to the sideline. Um, you know, so once you see that and you've hit it and you trusted it and you can and you do it a couple times, then you get to you get a, a confidence and a feeling. That's where that's where Lorenz is at right now. I mean, he's 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 playing with so much confidence. He's he's able to play fast and now just allow his athletic ability to just kind of take over. Speed wise, Rich, what are we talking about here? He he's, he motors up and down that field pretty good. We haven't tested lately. I'd say Lorenz is pretty much pushing that four four, yeah. that high four four. Which uh, that that is really really motory. Yeah, and he's got great vision to go with that. He's got great balance to go with that, and and he's not an ultra big kid, uh, 150, 155 pounds. But you know, as, as Rich alluded to, I mean, he he made Cat Five, uh, which is a testing um, deal that we do in our off season on, and really throughout the whole season um, with squats and power cleans, and he and he, he hit all those those numbers. Um, on some explosive lifts and, and some power lifts. And good in the classroom, too. That's right? great. Over yeah. 3.0 student. Yeah, he does all the right stuff. Everything you look for in, in your student-athletes, he, he, he embodies all of that. 
That's... You know, I also think uh, his track background helps a lot. The work he does with Dunbar and uh, Mike Smith on the track, I think that contributes a lot Absolutely. with a lot of our Is guys. Is he going to be on that 4 by 100 team this year? He uh, may now. Him. Yeah, I mean, uh, last year the 4 by 100 team wins the state championship. And set, set a new record. Yeah, unbelievable. So a lot of, a lot of big shoes to fill yep. there, I guess, right? Uh, we've got our defensive player of the game now, and it is linebacker Garrett Ware. Take it away, Gene. All right, thank you, Dave. Well, Garrett, congratulations. And uh, defense has been playing, obviously, very well lately, and offense is scoring a lot of points, uh, four running clocks and four district games. What do you uh, kind of attribute that to for the defense just getting fired up? I think the the main thing that makes our defense better than, uh, better than the offense on the field is our aggression and our intensity. Even in practice, I mean, we're chippy. Even to each other. Defense is arguing with defense, and everything, every mistake we make is full speed. And obviously, uh, going for the shutout there at the beginning and a pick six, you know, does the defense kind of get on the offense when that happens? We were we were a little upset, um, but no, we didn't rag on AJ about it at all. You know, we just accepted and got back on the field. Now, obviously, we're a good team all together. Everybody's gelling and, and going through things. Uh, kind of tell us, you know, there's been a little change with the, from the um, – front this year we're in a 3-4 now and I mean obviously we go down to a down lineman as a fourth one but defensively it seems the change we're still doing very well even with a little bit of a different defense this year yeah I mean it was a at the beginning it was a little bit of um, a challenge to get used to it but now I mean like I said with our aggression and intensity we're hitting everything full speed and we just do our assignments so it works good well keep up the good work and congratulations thank you thank you very much I've got a question for Garrett Garrett, you're one of the few players that we use on both sides of the ball. Uh, what's your preference? Um, being on the field is my preference, whether it's on offense or defense. Good answer. I mean, I, I'm honored to, uh, I'm honored to represent Manatee High School on both sides if it's possible. But just being on the field is fine with me. Do you want to run for politics in a few years? That's a, that's a great <laughs> no, answer. Sir. Yeah, that's that's outstanding. A uh, great job, Garrett. Uh, not only as a linebacker. Mm-hmm. John, he's played. Uh, he played a little fullback, a little tight end, yep. uh, kind of a throwback player, isn't he? Yeah, and, and uh, you know, and, and he was another kid like Lorenz, where um, we kind of had some some ideas and plans for him more so on the offensive side, and the way things kind of played out throughout the off season in the spring. Um, you know, we needed we needed a, a body to, to go in on, on our fourth linebacker, and uh, we didn't know how it was going to play out. We had some different personnel meetings that we, we, we talked about, and it really all just kind of kept coming back to, you know, we got to get Garrett on the field. And uh, with what we do offensively, you know, we're not a traditional tight end set. We're not a traditional two-back, you know, full-back set. And so um, he was too good to, to only play. A handful of plays on offense we got to get him over on the defense side of the ball and he's done a great job and and we talked about Lorenz being coachable Garrett is 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 the same and and uh you know I you know we, we everybody's kind of laughing at his answer over there but that, that's the truth and that's how he approaches that and, and it wasn't there wasn't an argument about you know having him go over I mean he's just been he's he's taking it in stride and is playing well and talk about a good student he's over a 4.0 uh, 4.3 GP. I mean, just, you know, every, again, everything you want in, in your, your players, uh, both of those guys. Where do you see uh, his future in football? Honestly, it could go either way. I, I, I really see him, uh, you know, offensively he could be a, a, a strong H-back. He runs well. He's got great uh, route running ability. He's got great hands. 
Um, and uh, but you know he does a nice job on the outside from either you know strong safety, uh, outside backer uh, position. So I could see him going either way. Uh, it's just really going to be on what school you know what the need is for that school. And he's got good size too. He's got good size. He's going to continue to get bigger, and he's one of those guys that um, you know that that loves it in the weight room and, and works hard for us, and and you know does all the right stuff too. All right, we're going to take our last time out of the evening. When we come back, we'll have our trivia question, and we'll give away uh, some wings if you can answer that question. We'll be back live at Beefo Brady's right after this. Former Hurricane Chuck Howard knows what it takes to be on a championship team. Howard Leasing is proud to sponsor the Hurricanes and ready to champion solutions for your employee leasing needs. Big business, small business. Howard Leasing covers it all from payroll processing and workers' comp to human resources and employee benefits. Get on the winning team with Chuck Howard and all the pros at Howard Leasing. Details available online at howardleasing.com. Again, that's howardleasing.com. Coastal Orthopedics and Sports Medicine proudly supports Manatee High School and Hurricanes football. Dr. Dan Lamar, a former Hurricane, is the team's medical director. Dr. Lamar and the staff of experts at Coastal Orthopedics are recognized leaders in sports medicine and wellness technology. And with offices in West Bradenton, East Bradenton, and Lakewood Ranch, they're always close by. Details online at CoastalOrthopedics.com. CoastalOrthopedics.com. Coastal Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, keeping you in the game. Hurricane fans, if you're in the market for a newer pre-owned vehicle, Perkins Automotive Group is your low-priced leader. Perkins has a great selection of new cars featuring Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Mitsubishi, and Nissan. And don't forget, Perkins has the very best deals on pre-owned vehicles. Family-owned and operated for over 60 years. Visit Perkins on 1st Street and on Cortez Road in Bradenton. Or go online at Perkins.com. When you take time out to dine out, Canes fans know to head for the island and huddle up at three of the best waterfront restaurants around. The Sandbar Restaurant, Anna Maria, the Beach House in Bradenton Beach, and the Mar Vista Dockside Restaurant on North Longbow Key. Great views, the freshest seafood, and real toes in the sand waterfront dining. The Sandbar, Beach House, and Mar Vista. A touchdown the whole team will cheer for. M&L Cabinets is a proud supporter of the Manatee Hurricanes. Bring your home to life with cabinetry solutions for any room. M&L features top quality products, including medallion cabinetry. M&L understands your desire to create a room that is both functional and stylish while maintaining a budget. M&L Cabinets is family owned and operated in Manatee County since 1995. Visit our showroom at 7459 Manatee Avenue West and online at mlcabinets.com. My dad is fuming. He just realized a simple strategy would have given him $500 more in his Social Security check each month. There are more than 1,300 ways for married couples to file, and the Social Security office does not help you choose the best one. Free Social Security classes are now being held in Sarasota by Dave Kennan, an accredited National Social Security Advisor, one of only 18 such experts in the state of Florida. Do not apply for Social Security benefits until you first take this free one-hour class. Learn rules and strategies that will ensure you get all of the money you deserve. Sign up now, Tuesday, November 17th or Thursday, November 19th at 6.30 p.m. in Sarasota. Please register early as we are often on a waiting list. 225-7494 or socialsecurityrsvp.com. 
225-7494 or socialsecurityrsvp.com. Securities offered through First Allied Securities, member FINRA SIPC, 225-7494 or socialsecurityrsvp.com. AM 930, stress saver, traffic report. Good evening, beginning this look at what remains of the Tuesday ride home on the Skyway southbound. A disabled vehicle after mid-span has southbound uh, fairly heavy. It was blocking the left lane. This update brought to you by St. Luke's Cataract and Laser Institute. No problems on 75, a smooth ride through uh, Sarasota and Manatee counties. DeSoto Bridge, uh, problem-free across the Manatee River. Uh, State Road 70 eastbound, that earlier crash at Terra Boulevard, still has eastbound fairly heavy all the way back to Flora Boulevard. St. Luke's, the clear choice in cataract treatment, caring for patients since 1968. Visit online to schedule your exam at stlukeseye.com. Locations from Clearwater to the Villages. Dave Kosh on AM 930, The Answer. Allen will take it and leads it for the touchdown. Welcome back to Hurricane Hotline, live from Beef O'Brady's 4925 Cortez Road in Bradenton. Hosted by Dave Bresto and Hurricanes head coach, John Booth. Talk to the coach now, 877-969-8600. Now, here's Dave Bresto and coach John Booth. Hey, welcome back, everyone, to Hurricane Hotline. We've got a great crowd in here on this Tuesday evening. Everybody settling in. We're going to have some uh, baseball. If you're uh, going to stick around here at Beast, we've got the Mets going up 3-0 on the Cubs in a little while. Uh, hopefully I didn't just jinx that. But uh, 955-0930, 955-0930, that's the local number you can call. And uh, I want to pass along to uh, to the uh, person, and why can I remember his first name, the guy who won the trivia question, my neighbor, Tom, good old Tom. Tom! I'm going to deliver your wings. I picked up your free wings. Uh, not the wings, but a card for the wings. The wings will get cold if I deliver them. But he answered the trivia question last week. And that brings us to our trivia question tonight. And we do have six free wings, if you can answer. And, you know, I was going to go with, since we're playing for the district championship, how many in a row this would be. But as I look around, we've got some of the guys with shirts on tonight. So it's pretty easy to look down at your shirt and figure that out. So we've uh, we've changed the trivia question that uh, we're going to look back at. Uh, we've had great running backs. You know, Lorenz has had a great year this year. But, man, throughout the years, just a tradition of outstanding running backs at Manatee High School. Right now we've got, uh, last time I checked, two running backs playing Division One football. They both happen to be hurt right now, but uh, they're playing Division One football. I need to know the two players, who they are, and where they are right now. And both teams are having pretty good years. One of them is having a great year. Look at all these. Oh, my gosh. Gene, everybody's got their hand up. Who do I pick? He's already got his free wing, so we'll go to Kuba. Uh Leon Allen at Western Kentucky and Trayvon Walters at Missouri. Kuva, good job, man. Wow. Come up here, Big Sam. You get wings for a year. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. You get six. Six. If you eat a half a wing every month. Not our O-line. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's a big Sam Kuba. And uh, you know what I like about these players when you bring them in? They know the history at Manatee. Yeah. And that's just recent history. But, um, you know, Sam didn't play with either of those running backs. They were before Sam's time. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, Trayvon Walters, great back. Rich, you go back there with uh, with both of those running backs. And, uh, unfortunately, they're both hurt. And Leon was having such a great year at Western. But Western Kentucky, only yeah. one loss. And I believe they've got a big game coming up this weekend. I think they're I think they're in the SEC. I want to say this weekend, but uh, anyway, um, they're both having good years. And Rich, usually in the final segment, we talk a little college football. How much do you follow? You you have so many of these guys that are out playing college football uh, in the last ten years, or however. How long have you been at Manatee? This will be my fifth season, six six years total. Fifth so. season, so you've got just a ton of them that are out playing college football. How much do you follow them? When they get out of Manatee, um, thank God for texting. You know, yeah. um, like Broderick and uh, Trevon, I, I talk to pretty much monthly. Markel, uh, Leon, uh, not so much since the injuries, trying to get things back. Um, you know, guys are out there. Darius White, when's his birthday? We'll send out texts to those guys. Um, I was at the USF Syracuse game, unfortunately, as a Syracuse alum, but I got to see uh, some good things. But just looking on the sideline, I get to see Greg Reeves and I get to see uh, Brooks over there, Mike Galati. So it's good to, and when, after a win, you just send out a text, good job, guys. You know, Where is Broderick? Broderick's at Temple, and Temple. they're having a great year. And Temple's undefeated. That's what I yeah. thought. I kind of get that confused with Rutgers. Do we have anybody at Rutgers? Not right now. Not right now. We had Josh Hicks uh, from Palmetto is over there. That's right, at Rutgers. And Rutgers has got a huge game against Ohio State this week. But, yeah, it's just we're spread all over the country, and it's just a great thing to see. Now, John, you've only been at Manatee a couple of years, but these players continue to come back, and that's important, isn't it? It's important, and, and we love having them back. And, and uh, you know, it, it, uh, it it's good for our kids that are here now to kind of see uh, what it's take what it's it's taken for those guys to get to the next level, and, and you know, give something to, for our kids to aspire to, and, and just ask questions and see how things are. But uh, you know, it's it's always good to have alumni care about the program. Um, you know, college football is only a, a short blip uh, on, on in your life, yeah. and and uh, and it's an important one. But uh, you know, to be able to, to come back and find a home here at Ant Manatee High School and in Bradenton, um, that's important. And that's a great segue into homecoming because mm-hmm. we're going to have so many old time people yeah, from Manatee. Sometimes they only go to one game a year, and yeah. they, they 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 make travel plans to come in for this game. Yep, that's it. And and you know and, and it. You know, it's the same anywhere across the country. I mean, homecoming is special because you go back, it, it brings you back to, to your playing days and, and the community and the camaraderie and, and, and all that, that uh, makes football such a great game. Um, but, but this community is such a great community. And, and uh, you know, I know we're looking forward to, to this being homecoming. But, you know, go back to, to your question. I mean, we had a lot of, a lot of kids this, this past summer. Um, come back and work out with our guys, and it's just it's, it's fun to just just talk with them and visit with them for a little bit, and just kind of hear their experiences. And but it all kind of comes back to to Manatee and why this place was so special to them. Because a lot of them you don't know, right? And right. it's great. For I you knew to get of to know them. them. Yeah, I knew of them, right. but I didn't know them personally. So yeah, it was, it was yeah particularly nice for me to, to get a chance to kind of put a face with the name and shake hands and things like that. Now. Do you ever sit down with a kid, John, because you played at the highest level. You, you made it to the NFL. Do you ever sit down and, and talk to a kid about, hey, listen, you know, 
here's what it takes, but don't count on, you know. I've, I've had that conversation, um, it, and it's tough because a lot of times it's, it's uh, you know, I, this, is, this is my dream. I, this is where I want to go, and this is what I want to do. And it's always good to have that dream. But when you start talking percentages of kids that are going to actually make it to that level, um, it's so small. And, um, you know, the, the, there's got to be something that's going to, you, know, you still have that drive. You still have that passion. But understanding that, you know, when you're talking a, a tenth of a percent or, you know, of, of high school kids make it to, to the, the, the highest level, um, you know, what are you going to do? And even if you do and you're, you're fortunate enough and, you, and you're blessed enough to make it to that level, the career average uh, is something like two and a half years or three yeah, years. Yeah. And so when you graduate college and you're 21 years old uh, and you're done at 24, what have you done? And, and or what are you going to do? And pension doesn't kick in until after you know year five, and you know it's so you're not living on a retirement at that only in three years. So, you know it's it, it, it's a it's a difficult question because you know in a conversation because you don't want to shoot down dreams. Right. But I think there's got to be some kind of reality and realistic goals to yeah that's my dream, but what do I want to do with my life? Right. Now as far as uh, college football, did you guys? Uh, Watch the most improbable ending to a game, maybe in the history of college football. Yeah, uh, I don't know what what to say about that. You feel sick for you feel sick for them, and and, and, and certainly for the uh, for the individual. And, and you know, you hear yeah, now there's death threats and a lot of things going going to him. But uh, yeah, definitely not a way to not a way to end the game. My brother's a Michigan alumni. He still hasn't talked to me. <laughs> well, I, I don't. Yeah, I mean that's something that's obviously going to stick with you, and it'll be interesting to see how Harbaugh gets his team to react. Mm -hmm. I mean Harbaugh, obviously he was stunned and is still yeah. in the press conference. But I thought he, I thought he, he handled it. Great. I thought he handled it well, and I thought uh, what he said was was. Uh, was pretty telling of him and, and I think the character that he brings to that team and, and how he said that this loss will steal their spine and, and S-T-E-E-L, you know, just, you know, the, it's going to toughen them up. And I thought that was, uh, I thought that was pretty, pretty good. Well, I was getting ready to watch Florida LSU and they were actually both on ESPN, but they had put, started the Florida game over on the other channel, ESPN News, whatever. So we switched it off and the game was over. Then I see the the, the little crawl with just the final and I'm like no they got that wrong that can't be then they go back and replay it 8,000 times and it's just it's it, not over till it's over just unbelievable unbelievable there were other great games Florida LSU was a great yep. game Florida State continues to play well yep. USF let's mention uh, USF because we got a lot of uh, manatee connections at USF yep. and uh, got a big win Huge win. Yeah. Hopefully they're playing themselves into a bowl game. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and because hopefully this will kind of silence the critics of Willie because I think given time, Willie can do it up there. And and let's just hope, uh, you know, they could finish with uh, five, six, seven wins. That would yeah. be outstanding. Be nice. Um, now let's, let's kind of segue back into uh, Friday night, John. Uh, we've got Riverview. We've got Homecoming. I remember Joe always saying, uh, former coach Joe Cadet, God, and the distractions, distractions. Uh, are there a lot of that this week? Well, it, it, there are. There, there's a lot of activities and, and, and things going on. 
And they're all good things. Uh, but, you, you, you know, even good things can be uh, distracting. And so, you know, that's something that we've, we've stressed to our kids is, is enjoy it. Because, you know, this is, this is going to be the last homecoming week for a lot of our kids. And so you want to you wanna enjoy it but, but be able to find the balance to understand that the reason this is all going on is because of the game Friday night. And so we've got to stay focused on, on the task at hand. But, uh, you know, I think our kids are handling themselves well. They understand, you know, that there are fun things to go on. But, uh, you know, it's been it's been a really, really good week of, of practice thus far. And, and um, you know, I think they've got a good grip on it. Hey, Rich, quickly, we're running into these games where we're, we're run-ruling teams, the clock. Does that affect anything as far as, okay, you got to play a tough four-quarter game down in the future? How do you look at that? I don't think so. I think uh, everything we do from practice to the weight room to warm-ups to conditioning, I think it's all meant that we know that we've got to be the best conditioned team out there in the fourth quarter, and that means that a team may come back. You know, I was really surprised that I wasn't, uh, I hadn't caught on that they changed the rule from the third quarter optional to third quarter mandatory running right. clock. And I know Todd Johnson from his playing days. I knew Todd wasn't about to take a running clock in the district game in the third quarter. So our guys were mentally prepared to go out there again. I think it was a little bit of a surprise. But I think how we practice and the tempo that John runs our practices at, that gets us prepared to run to go four quarters hard. And uh, I go back to the last year, two years ago, the university game is a game I always oh, go back man. to. Just keep grinding, keep grinding, keep pounding, keep pounding. And our guys will be standing in the end. Yep, their quarterback now starting at Auburn. Yep. Yeah, he's pretty good. He jumped on us. All right, that'll do it. Uh, good luck Friday night, guys. Thank you. All right, I want to thank everyone involved in tonight's show. Ace Andrews back at the WLSS Studios. Congratulations to the offensive line, to our man Lorenz Allen and Garrett Ware on defense. Great job. We'll be live on the air for homecoming Friday night at 7 o'clock. Until then, this is Dave Bristow. So long, everyone. What's always on my mind, kid? Safety. I live, eat, and breathe safety. When I wake up in the morning, I have a large cup of safety with two sugars and a dash of safety. Safety matters. Your safety, my safety, everybody's safety. That's why I love Granger. Granger has the products, services, and resources to help keep our facility safe and our people safer. Now pass me one of those safety donuts over there. Call clickgranger.com slash safety or stop by. Granger for the ones get it done. <laughs> Happy Halloween from Paisano's Italian Bakery. Come to Paisano's for your Halloween goodies and everything pumpkin. Try the delicious white chocolate pumpkin biscotti and the delectable pumpkin cheesecake bars topped off with cream cheese icing. Yum! Paisano's Italian Bakery is a must-stop destination to wow your friends and family at Halloween. <laughs> Paisano's Italian Bakery, Stickney Point Road in the Gateway Shopping. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.